the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson, the Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Something God wants every born-again believer to do. Saints of the Most High God, are some blessed people. Oh yes, we are. We're blessed because we have a God who loves us like nobody else will ever love us. He proves his love for us by doing things for us that nobody else can do. One of the many things that our God does for us that nobody else can do is open doors of opportunity that nobody can close on me and you. Doors that he desires for us to walk through so that we can be blessed by, as well as be a blessing in all that it is that he has planned and prepared for me and you. But in order to walk through the doors that God opened for me and you, we have to believe that it's true, that he really did open doors of opportunity for me and you. Otherwise, we won't walk through those doors that was open for me and you. And that which he opened the door for us to obtain and experience will never be obtained or experienced by me and you. That's why it's so important that we learn to walk through the doors that God opened for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. It's going to get good today. God loves family. God loves friends. In fact, y'all say that one with me so y'all can stay in faith with me. God loves family. God loves friends. Now, you don't believe it out of my mouth. You don't believe it out of your own mouth. You just said it, so you need to believe it. Turn to Proverbs chapter 17. Let's look at some scripture on this. I'm telling you, so you understand now when I wrote a whole nother sermon, praise God, and all this stuff started flowing out. I'm like, where, where'd that come from? <laughs> hey, when you hear the next series, you're going to understand why this don't fit. Praise God. Proverbs chapter 17. But it's your fit in your life. Proverbs chapter 17. Let's look at verse 17. Let me show you one of the purpose of friendship and family for God, from God. This is awesome right here. Proverbs chapter 17. Let's start reading in verse 17. Well, let's just read verse 17. A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. He says right here, God says that a, a friend loveth at all times. Everybody say all times. See, that's absolutely awesome because that means that there's no time that a friend, a real friend, does not love. Now, I ain't talking about associates. I'm not talking about, you know, uh, people that, you know, you've been around who are all right with you. You know, the ones that's all right, the ones you're all right with and stuff like that. And y'all kind of like have each other number. You ain't in each other's five, but you got each other's number and stuff like that. Praise God. You ain't got them on speed dial, but they at least on the list. Praise God. You ain't like shocked if you see them call you too much. Praise God. Are you listening to me? I'm talking about the bona fide for real friends on the ferrilla tip. Those friends right there, those friends love at all times. You know it's true. 
because a friend will love you regardless. A friend will love you whether you're doing everything right or whether you're doing a few things wrong. Amen. A friend will love you whether when, when, when you, you know, got a bad hair day. Amen. And they'll even look at your nappy self, you know, and look at you and, and won't say nothing about your hair. Man, well, maybe they will, you know, but at the same time, they say it lovingly. Are you listening to me? Yeah, they do, because friends love at all times. Friends will tell you the truth. Girl, I know you don't think that look good. Because they, they love it. They love it all time. Oh, yes, they will. And that's a good thing. Because, see, love that's consistent is the same kind of love that God has for you. And when God gives a friend, that's going to be a friend that's going to love you regardless. That's not going to love you while you're doing everything right and then put you down when you do a few things wrong. They're going to be right there with you and they ain't going no place. That I'm going to be by your side. Why is that? Because I'm your friend. God is restoring friendship up in here. Because many of us might have started off in friends, with friends that seemed like that they was friends flat out. And they probably were. Ones that you said that, that, that you might even say to other people like, this is my sister, that sister I never had. But then not long after that, it's one that you still don't have. Hey, man, this is my brother. This is my boo. You know how we do. But then a little something come up, you know, you loan them $5 and then they don't give you $5 back. All of a sudden the friendship is gone. You mean that was the worth of your friendship was $5? That you kicked the curb person to the curb because they didn't pay you back $5? Well, add another zero behind it, 50. You mean you, mean you would kick a friend to the curb because they didn't pay you $50 back? Add another zero to the back. You kick a curb to a uh, you kick a friend to the curb for five hundred dollars. Some of y'all are like yeah. <laughs> well, it's time for you to get in faith and understand. Friends are more valuable than that. A person that'll be by your side is more pa- valuable than the fact that they couldn't pay you back. You knew they was broke when you gave it to them. You knew they couldn't keep a job when you gave it to them. But all of a sudden, they, and, and then you're like, well, it seemed like they call, they call me and talk to me. They ain't talk to none of their other creditors. What makes you think they're going to talk to you? I'm teaching up in here. You know they don't call no other creditors because the creditors are calling you because they listed you as a reference. <laughs> and you done lied for them this far and took up for them this far. Don't be turning the kingdom to the curb now. Because a friend loves at all times. Everybody say all times. See, that's important because that means that there's not a time that a friend does not love. That's when God puts the friendship together. But understand, when God sends somebody, he's going to send somebody as his representative. And see, God has a never-ending love. God has a consistent love. And the God kind of friends are going to have consistent love for you too. And look at this. A brother is born for adversity. I like that. Because that means that a brother is born for, for stuff that happens. So if something happens, something go down, Something that's not good, whereas it look like there's going to be trouble in the neighborhood. People might leave you. But a brother's going to stand right there. That they're just going to stand there and say, well, it's 50 of them. It's two, me and you. Come on, let's run. Praise God. <laughs> Glory to God. But they're going to say, let's run. They ain't going to like run when leave you by yourself. Right? <laughs> they told me. Bless it be. Shine that both side. You didn't think I was going to say fight, did you? That ain't, that ain't a brother sent from God. That's a brother sent from the devil. He's trying to get you killed. Eh? Bless it be the devil. But a brother will lock in with you and they ain't going to leave your side. They're going to be right there with you. Even throughout adversity. Come on up in here. 
Notice it says a brother is dying for that because you see that blood thing is an awesome thing. That blood thing is an awesome thing. And see, watch this now before I even go any further. In Christ, you are both friend and brother simultaneously. Because God is both. God's living in you. You're a representative of him. So you get a chance to be both in somebody else's body. I mean, so, and you get a chance to be a both in somebody else's life. Amen. Praise Stay out there, body. Praise God. But anyway, a brother's born for adversity, which means regardless of what goes on, they're going to be right there. See, a lot of folk will end up leaving people in the midst of hardship, leaving people in the midst of difficulties, being like, look, I got my own problems. I got my own thing to deal with or just book on you and leave you out there by yourself. But God said, I've born brothers for you. I've birthed brothers for you who are going to be right there with you throughout the hard times because everybody know that we experience hard times. Oh, yes, we do. Don't believe just because you got saved that everything going to be all rosy dozy after that and everything going to be all wonderful. Tra-la-la and through tulips. No, that, it ain't that way. Are you listening to me? Sometimes Satan will run a lawnmower through your tulips. Are you listening to me? But a brother will be standing right there with you to be able to replant them and put them right back in place. Are you listening to me? Yes, yes, we will. So, although a brother is born for adversity and friends love at all times, sometimes adversity causes brothers to book and friendships to end. Sometimes adversity causes folk to leave. Sometimes the stuff just gets too much because, you know, Satan is more subtle than any of the beasts in the field. He can always find a way to be able to get in, to be able to find that thing that gets on your last nerve. Technically speaking, you're not supposed to have a last nerve. That just the nerve that is the it, it, that, that's when you step out of the spirit into into flesh. And when you step into the flesh, you automatically step right on that last nerve right off the bat. Amen. Technically, we ain't supposed to have no last nerve. Y'all, that's a revelation to y'all. Amen. We're not supposed to have a last nerve. We, are, we have love, which gives us the ability to be long suffering. Long suffering. I've been dealing with this for years. Yeah, that's called long suffering. We got, we got the ability to forbear. Love gives you the ability to forbear, which is, you know, a $50 word for put up with. You don't know how long I've been putting up with this. That's because you love them. That's because you're a friend or a brother. And because if you wasn't, you'd have been gone a long time ago. So you might as well just suck it up and shut up and just get back in love, and you'll find out that you have the ability to be able to handle it. I'm the amen's getting weaker and weaker. <laughs> See, Satan's job is to get us in a ditch on one side or the other. And one thing he wants to do is anything that God puts together that's designed to be strong and to benefit your life, Satan is going to try to bust it up. Anything that God puts together that's supposed to be strong and benefit your life, Satan's going to cry to come and bust it up. Matthew chapter 12. I'll show you that in scripture. Matthew chapter 12. It's a full discourse for time's sake. We're not going to do the whole thing. We'll just go to verse 25. Matthew chapter 12, verse 25. Of course, in this particular kind, uh, the Pharisees was, was like, you know, all up in Jesus' face trying to accuse him of, being of the devil when he was flat out from God. And they tried to call him, you know, one of the princes of Beelzebub, which is one of the devil's names. And they didn't even say it out loud. They just like, you know, kind of like thinking it all on the inside. But how many people know that Jesus know the thoughts that's even in your heart? And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. 
Awesome statement. He said to them, every kingdom born uh, divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. Now, now, not only was the Pharisees standing there when Jesus made that statement, but the devil was standing there when he made that statement. Now, you know, it's a shame that the devil believes God more than most believers believe God. Devil believes God more than most believers believe God. Devil say, is that right? He said, watch out now. I got something now. Of course, although Jesus couldn't be showed up as a result of what the Pharisees were saying and doing, he picked up that word from God and put it to work. And from that point forward, he's been trying to cause everything that God puts together to be divided. And he's trying to make sure that everything that God puts together that has a chance to be able to benefit in your life will end up, you know, becoming at odds with one another so that it can then fall because he knows that God's word is true. House divided against itself will surely fall. You said every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. Notice it says divided against itself, which means it is a unified kingdom. It is an existence of one but at the same time, something comes in to be able to cause it to be able to break apart and then turn against one another. That's what happened in families. Whereas the people that God has designed to be with under one blood, one name, one aim, one purpose, one direction, one thought, one everything breaks apart based upon information that gets in. And then once it breaks apart, it turns against itself. And God, and God said out of Jesus' own mouth, that if, he can, that if that happens, then it's going to be brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand that does that. Satan says, is that right? Well, I'm going to bring in strife. I'm going to bring in confusion. I'm going to bring in other thoughts that would tantalize and, and tempt people to be able to think something other than the rest of the house thinks in order to be able to cause a division to occur in such of a place. After the division occurs, isolation occurs to the point that one wants to be isolated. One or two or three or five in the house want to be isolated. And then, and, and the rest of them, uh, be, you know, not, not feeling like being even bothered with that foolishness. They were going and isolate yourself. I don't even feel like being bothered with no foolishness anyway. And then before you know it, you got a house that's divided against itself. Oh man, don't that sound like some husbands and wives that's up in here? I mean, in, 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 around someplace in the body of Christ was they get to divide it all against each other, one being one room, another one being another room. Ain't that something? God ordained them to be able to sleep in a bed together, saying that the marriage bed, according to Hebrews 13, is undefiled, but it's not only undefiled, but it's also unused. Praise God, because one's over in one room, one's over in another room. I'm teaching real good right now. Or even if they are in the same room, my God, you might as well put a wall up between them. Because one of them scooted over to this edge, another one of them scooted over to this edge, and you better not touch me, and you and and, and all this other kind of stuff. And there's a house divided against itself, which ain't gonna ain't gonna be long to be brought to desolation. I get real anointed when I speak ebonics, and I went off into some bona fide ebonics right then. Praise God, it's gone. Are you listening to me? It's, and it's just gonna fall. That ain't just with husbands and wives. That's what mothers and daughters, fathers and daughters. That's what fathers and sons and mothers and sons. Whereas for one thinking one way about the other one and other one thinking one way about the other one. You crazy? No, you crazy. Well, look, I'm out of here. Satan say, job done. Because I just destroyed what God put together for good. Job done. But I'm telling you, there's a door open for restoration. And I'm telling you, there's a door open for restoration. 
Well, God's putting this stuff back together again. And when he put it together again, he going to put it back together again, double for your trouble and seven times because we know the thief that stole it. Are you listening to me up in here? He putting it back together again so that even when it gets back together, sometimes when stuff get back together, it get back together with the stuff that was the problem still between us. With the stuff that's the problem still between, let me, let me borrow your thing. You ain't using it. Praise God. Come here, baby. This is Reverend Baby right here. This is my wife. Praise God. I'm letting you know that so it can, you can know it's illegal for me to do what I'm about to do. Blessed <laughs> be his name. So let's say, for instance, Reverend Baby got a problem with me. I mean, that's impossible. <laughs> a man like me, praise God. But let's say Reverend Baby, for this example, had a problem with me. And now she holding on to her problem. Say, I got a problem with you. And I got a problem with you. And I got a problem with you. Well, look, look, hold up. Let's just get back together again. This is how most saints get back together again, whether they family, whether they friends, whether they <laughs> don't matter. They still get, they hold on to their problem and they be like, yeah, let's get back together again. But see, they ain't really back together again because there's still something that's between them. All the stuff that was a problem before, all the stuff that you said, remember back in 1975 you said, 2001 you said, remember when you didn't do this and didn't do that and did And say, we straight for a minute, but let something happen. Whereas we, you know, enjoy life together and then I just step on her toe. What? And then she started bringing back up all this stuff that happened before. And I'd be like, well, look, your mama. You know? <laughs> Are you listening to me? But God wants to put us back together again. Come on now. He wants to put us back together in this way. In such a way was when we decide to get back together again, because this is going to be a thought that's going to come from God for a lot of people. Because a lot of people in their mind, they like, forget it. It's over. That, that's it. Hell going to freeze over first. Check, check the weather report in hell. But, but this thought going to hit. They're going to be like, man, let's forget all this. This is crazy. And I'm gonna, we gonna, each of us is going to put the other thing down. We be like, hey, come here, baby. Yeah. yeah. Y'all can go home now. Praise God. <laughs> That's the end of the message, baby. We'll be back. Maybe. Praise God. <laughs> what was I talking about? Satan was come in and cause division to occur where stuff occurs all between us. But you got to understand, God's going to not only be able to bring things back together, but he's going to get all this stuff out the way. All this stuff that's been between you, that's been causing a division and things like that, that Satan got in and caused to be able to separate and divide. All that stuff's going to be dropped so that you can be able to hold on to your friend, your family, and everybody else that God ordained for you to be able to hold on to. Because see, you got to understand, there's awesome things that are available to people that are locked in like that. But God needs to get it back together. Everybody say Restoration. See, God wants to get us back on track, y'all, because all half of us off in the ditch someplace, relationship with somebody all off in the ditch, whether it be family member, whether it be friend. But God said, no, that's not what I intended. So I'm about to put back together again what I intended to be together. Turn to Malachi chapter four. Malachi chapter four, last book in the canonized Old Testament. The one right in front of Matthew. Malachi chapter four. We'll start reading in verse five. He says, behold, I will send unto you Elijah the prophet. Of course, we know that to be 
John the Baptist when he came because he was the one that spoke of Jesus' coming, letting, letting everybody know to be prepared, uh, prepare the way of the Lord for him to be able to come. He says, before the coming of the great dreadful day of the Lord, and he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Now, both are going to be necessary. He's going to need to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. Because let me tell you something. Men have this ability to compartmentalize. (laughs) Men have this ability to be able to compartmentalize. Ladies do too, because y'all go like snub somebody in a heartbeat. You know, but at the same time, y'all don't compartmentalize as well as brothers do. We're, we're a little better at it than you are. Praise God. And so we can kind of like shut off doors inside of our mind, and that'd be like the end of that. Whatever was behind that door, as far as we're concerned, it just don't exist. You don't believe us? Go, you don't believe me? Go look in our garage. We done closed off that door to the garage, and as far as we're concerned, ain't nothing up in there. Although, you know, it's stuff piled up all every which way. As far as we're concerned, it don't even exist. <laughs> we can walk through it to go get something and walk past all that other stuff that don't exist. Just get what we want and walk back out because we can shut everything and everybody out in a heartbeat. But God says he's going to return the fathers of the heart to the children. Such a way where it's the ones that's been tripping out on you or tripped out on you past tense. Come on up in here. The ones that's been stupid and doing stuff they ain't got no business doing, deceived by Satan into doing something outside of what it is that's supposed to be being done. Or we might have been deceived by Satan and done something to the children that we ought not have done. Provoke them to wrath. Because that's true on the other side, too. Because they people with feelings just like we are. They ain't automatons that just do what's told. They got feelings also. And so, praise God. But yet, whatever happened between the two, we're about to drop that. And he's about to turn the hearts back toward the children. And, everybody say and. The hearts of the children to their father. See, that's going to be necessary. Because if he ever opened up that door... And they still tripping. Bam. It's shutting right back. I, I, I'm teaching real good right now. Amen. And come on, some of y'all ladies too. Some of y'all have shut down in your mind. It's like, whatever. Brothers are like, don't even exist. But you, you think about it and then punish it. Y'all got quiet because I peeped your whole card. See, you got, because I know, I know, I know. I'm annoying it. Y'all be like, hmm. Can't nobody punish like a woman. Come on now, y'all was a, women originally came from a rib. Originally came from a rib, which is right there on the inside, all up under the skin, which means y'all know how to get up under somebody's skin like nobody else. And if you shift one in one direction different than what the brother shift or the person shift, it's like, oh, it's like painful, like you can't even imagine because it covers all the vital organs and all the sensitive areas covered by the rib. You know how to just... Just shift it. Just look at her smiling. She know. She know. I done peeped y'all. Come on now. I done peeped y'all, didn't I? Y'all know how to shift right at the right second. Mm. You be like, ooh, brother, ooh. It's like, <laughs> I'm teaching real good now. So God's going to need to restore this thing in such a way where we ain't hurting on one another. Because what ends up happening is, is God intended a cycle of blessings Satan starts a, black, a, a cycle of pain, whereas each one then hurts the other one. Each one keeps hurting the other one. God's about to end that cycle in such a way where now we can go back to be able to enjoy each other like we designed to do. Are you listening to me? Well, that's all that we have time for today. 
We trust that you are blessed for what the Word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about the doors of opportunity that He has opened in our lives. Doors of opportunity that will cause manifestations of awesome things in our lives. Hope even more that you're seeing the importance of walking through the doors of opportunity that God's opened for me and you so that we can receive and achieve all that God has planned and prepared for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christmas, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you, it'll be a blessing to you when you do. Speaking of coming through, I've got something for all the young adult saints in San Antonio surrounding areas to do. We invite all of the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30s, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m., and it lasts until they go home. H-E-W, hanging. Child care is provided at no charge, and VIP transportation services are available for this, too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'd be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are also walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought to be young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 